small town, Merry Christmas to all our audience, international audience, as well as the precious ones here with us. We are here to celebrate the birth of Christ. And we turn to today's message, the birth of Christ, the new creation. Hallelujah. The birth of Christ, the new what? Creation. Hallelujah. Let's all say that together. The birth of Christ. Oh, say it loud and clear. The birth of Christ. The new creation. The birth of Christ. The new creation. One more time, loud and clear. The birth of Christ. The new creation. Hallelujah. Anybody who does not believe that there is a new creation, the person is doomed for life. If you don't believe that there is a new creation, then you are a candidate of hell. If you don't believe that there is a, there is a new creation, and this new creation is found in Christ Jesus, that means that you have not made Jesus your Lord and Savior, and you probably are sure of your salvation. Praise the Lord. So, in Isaiah chapter 7 verse 14, Isaiah chapter 7 verse 14, we are told that for unto, oh, sorry, let's let just read, open your Bible there, Isaiah chapter 14. Uh, Isaiah chapter 7, sorry, not 14. Isaiah 7, 14. Isaiah 7, 14. Or oh, let me just read from verse 13 to 14. And he said, Hear ye, hear ye now, O house of David. It is a small thing for you to weary men, but will you weary my God also? Hallelujah. He said, Therefore, the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive, and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel. And shall call his name what? Emmanuel. Now, I want you to pay attention. You see this word virgin here? There are some new translations. And that's one of the dangers of the new translation. There are some new translations that have omitted the word virgin. And they are using the word a young girl. Or a, a young woman or something like that. They've omitted the word a young virgin. Because they are trying to dispute the deity of Christ. If the virgin birth can be disputed. If the virgin, the virgin birth can be disputed, if men can successfully, can successfully say that Jesus was not born of God, wasn't born of a virgin birth, if Jesus' birth was not a virgin birth, they can successfully argue that he did not rise from the dead. They can successfully argue that he did not rise from the dead. And if they can successfully argue that he did not rise from the dead, then there's no hope for our faith. There's no hope for salvation. So if you read most translations, they try, they omitted the word virgin and they use a young girl over there. Hallelujah. But King James plainly stated that it is a virgin. Praise the Lord. Why was it a virgin birth? Why was the birth of Christ has to be a virgin? Why didn't Jesus Christ 
Why didn't God give birth? Why didn't he? Why was Christ not born like any other person? Why does he have to go through a virgin? The answer is simple because if Jesus was born like you and I, he would have been disqualified from being a perfect sacrifice for our sins. If Jesus was born like you and I, if Jesus came to this earth like you and I, he would be partake of Adam's sins and that would have made him just like you and I, he wouldn't have been able to redeem us from our sins. Number two reason, number two reason why Jesus was born of a virgin, please listen carefully, the number two reason why Jesus was born of a virgin is this. The scripture says in Luke chapter 1 verse 35 going, he said, when Mary asked this question, he said, how shall it be seen that I know not a man? When she asked that question, the angel responded by saying that the Holy Ghost will come upon you and that holy thing that shall be born of you shall be called the Son of God. Hallelujah. So how was Jesus going to be conceived? 35, and the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. Therefore also that holy thing which shall be born of thee shall be called the Son of God. Hallelujah. So the, the number two reason why Jesus needed to be born of a virgin was that so that the new creation will be by the Spirit, not by the flesh. The new creation will be by what? By the spirit and not by the flesh. Jesus was not conceived by the flesh. He was not born of flesh and blood. He was not born of the flesh. He was not born of the natural order of creation. He wasn't born of the natural order of man. He was born of the spirit. Hallelujah. The power of the highest overshadowed him, overshadowed Mary. So Jesus was conceived. Jesus was what? Conceived. Praise the Lord. So that this is the greatest mystery of the birth of Christ. Here, Luke chapter 135 is the greatest mystery of the birth of Christ. That the power of the highest will overshadow a virgin and by that power overshadowing the virgin, the virgin will conceive a child in her womb. The virgin will conceive life in her womb, will conceive a child in her womb. And that set the new order of new creation. Hallelujah. That set the new order of what? New creation. Praise the Lord. Now, watch here. In John chapter 1, go with me to John Gospel chapter 1. John Gospel chapter 1 Praise the Lord The scripture says In the beginning was the word In the beginning was what? What was in the beginning? The word, the word. That means the, only thing, the oldest thing ever Is the word The word of God is the most oldest thing In the beginning was the word In the beginning was the word Hallelujah. 
And the word was with God, and the word was God. Verse 2. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of man. Verse 5. And the light shines in darkness, and darkness comprehended it not. Now, because of time, let's just jump to verse, verse 11. It says, He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave him power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe in his name. Verse 13. Pay attention to verse 13. It says, Which were born, not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. He said he came to his own. Number one, he did what? He came to his own. But his own did not receive him. Even to them that believe on his name. To them that believe. So those of us who have believed in him, listen to what the scripture describes us here. He says, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Hallelujah. Now, that verse 13 gives us a correct description of the birth of Christ. So, Jesus was not born of the, he was not born of blood. Amen. Jesus was not born of blood. He was not born of the will of the flesh, nor the will of man, but of God. So Jesus was born of what? The will of God. He was born of the will of God. The power of the highest came upon Mary, and Mary conceived him. It was the beginning of a new race. Hallelujah. Save me the birth of Christ was the beginning of a new race. Or say Lanika, the birth of Christ was the beginning of a new race. I think I think we change the title to that instead of a new creation. The birth of Christ was the beginning of a new race. It was the beginning of a what? A new race. We need to understand this. If we are able to grasp this mystery of the birth of Christ, it will help us to understand the reality of our salvation that is in Christ. It will help us to understand why the scripture says that if a man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Hallelujah. If anyone be in Christ, he is a what? A new creation. Praise the Lord. So verse 13 again. John Gospel chapter 1 verse 13. Now I'm going to read verse 1 and 2. And I will jump to verse 13. And you watch here. He said, in the beginning was the word. We know the word was God. We know it was referring to God. And the same was with God. And the word was God. Hallelujah. Verse 13 says, which were, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. So if you connect verse 1 and 2 to verse 3, it gives you a correct picture of the new order of creation, the new creation. 
So verse 14 now gives us, verse 14 comes back to talk about Jesus. It says, and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory. The glory as of the Holy Begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Hallelujah. Now remember the scripture says that in John, uh, Isaiah chapter 7 verse 14, he said, God will give thee a sign. A virgin will conceive, give birth, and his name shall be called what? Emmanuel. Now, here, Emmanuel, meaning God with us. Emmanuel was his, the manifestation of his office. The name Emmanuel was the manifestation of what? His office, the manifestation of his duty. But the name the angel gave was Jesus. That's why he's not called Emmanuel. He's called Jesus. Amen. He's called what? Jesus. And we have to take, pay attention. Uh, most people greet themselves Emmanuel and all of that. It's, it's a characterization. Amen. It's a title. The name, the name given to him is Jesus Christ of Nazareth. He said his name shall be called Jesus. Praise the Lord. So here you see that verse 14 is telling us that and the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. Emmanuel means what? God with us. Is that not it? So when Christ was born, God being in the flesh, being among us, physically among us. But his name is Jesus of Nazareth. Hallelujah. Jesus of Nazareth. So the birth of Christ was a, a the beginning of the new creation because in all of God's creation, in all of God's creation, I believe this is my own opinion. You can research it, and I believe this opinion is true. According to scriptures and what we have, the records that we have, there is no creation. God has never created anything as complex as man. There is no creation of God. That can be compared to that of a man. Amen. He said in Genesis chapter 1, let us make man in our own image. No creation of God can boast of the image of God. No creation of God can boast of the likeness of God. Hallelujah. So that, that is why man is unique. And I believe it is because of this uniqueness that made the devil to deceive Adam. Amen. That made the devil to do what? To deceive Adam. Now, when Jesus Christ came, in fact, the creation of man in the Garden of Eden was a great mystery. Was a what? It was a great mystery. But the birth of Christ, hallelujah, the birth of Christ was a greater mystery, a greater creation. Hallelujah. Said me, the birth of Christ was a greater mystery of creation. Or say it loud and clear. The birth of Christ was a greater mystery of creation. It was a greater mystery of creation. It, look, if, if you don't believe that the birth of Christ was a greater mystery of creation, it will, you will be robbed of the reality of your salvation. Because how can a man say, Jesus, I receive you as my Lord and Savior. And then scripturally, the scripture says that 
He is not a new creation. And how can the Holy Ghost, the power of the Holy Ghost overshadow a woman, a virgin, that she gives birth to a child? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The birth of Christ is the greatest mystery of creation. And understanding the mystery of his birth will help you to understand the mystery of his death. And it will help you to understand the mystery of his resurrection. And then it will help you to understand the mystery of the church being a holy, peculiar person. Hallelujah. Or people, sorry. The church being a holy, peculiar people. Praise the Lord. Alright. Let's go to Jeremiah chapter 2. Let me show you something in Jeremiah chapter 2. So the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. And we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Jeremiah chapter 2. Hallelujah. Jeremiah chapter 2, verse 1 to 3. Moreover, the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Go and cry in the ears of Jerusalem, saying, Thus says the Lord, I remember thee, the kindness of thy youth, the love of thy espousers, that is your husband. When thou wentest after me in the wilderness, in a land that was not sown, Israel was holiness unto the Lord, and the first fruits of his increase. Now, I want you to underline the word, Israel was holiness unto the Lord the first fruits of his increase. Other translations say that Israel was holiness unto the Lord or was God's first creation. Was God's first what? Creation. So if you look at the mystery of the birth of Christ, he likened it to when the children of Israel left Egypt. And when they entered into wilderness, there God made a covenant. Israel became a holy people. Israel became a peculiar people unto God. Israel became the first fruit of his creation. The first fruit of his what? His creation. Now watch here. Go with me. We will understand this better by going to James chapter 1. James chapter 1. Thank you, Jesus. James chapter 1, verse 17 and 18. James chapter 1, 17 and 18. Look here. Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lies, with whom is no variableness, neither shadow of turning. Verse 18. Of his own will beget he us with the word of truth. That we should be a kind of first fruits of his creatures. Did you see that? That we should be what? The first fruits. That means we, as men, we are the first. Those of us who have made Jesus our Lord and Savior, those of us who are born again, those of us who have been washed by the blood of Jesus Christ, as Christ was the first man ever born with that natural order of birth. So we as the first fruit of God's creation, we are the first 
creation of God, born of the Spirit. We are the first creation. The, 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 with all the creation that God has created, now is like man. Now is like what? Man. Hallelujah. Now is like man. Just like the birth of Christ was a mystery, was a was the order of new creation. So is so are we, the church, a new order of creation. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Let me read it again. Verse 18. Of his own will, we beget. We beget he us with the word of truth. You see, you see the word the word of truth there. That is the word of God. And we know Christ is the word of God. So in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, and the word was God. Thank you, Jesus. That we should be a kind of first fruits of his creation. In Jeremiah chapter 2, verse 3. Israel in the wilderness was God's first fruits of his creation. Hallelujah. Israel was what? God's first fruit of his creation. Israel was a type of the church. Israel was a type of the church. Because of the, the, the virgin birth of Christ, the mystery of the birth of Christ, the church is not the first creation of God. The church is not what? The first creation of God. The first fruit. The first fruit. That is, God has created so many beings, but man is the first. Man is what? The first. God has created so many things until Jesus came. When Jesus came, did you notice that in, the, in John Gospel, he says that the only begotten did you notice I said the only begotten of the Father? The only born of the Father. That is the mystery of the church. The church is the first creation of God. The church is what? Is the first creation of God. So, someone will say, but the angelic world, the angelic beings existed before God. Yes, but not, the, the angels were not created in the order of man. They were not created like us. We took our creation from the virgin birth of Christ. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit overshadowed Mary and Mary conceived. The same way when a man comes to Christ, when, when the sinner comes and says, Lord Jesus, I receive you as my Lord and Savior. The same conception that took place when Mary, when the Holy Ghost came upon Mary, is what, came, what happens to the sinner who received Jesus as his Lord and Savior. Instantly, he becomes God's first creation. He becomes what? God's first creation. That we should be first fruits of his creation. Hallelujah. First fruits. First fruits. First fruit. Now, do you know that Do you know that when you plant a tree, let's say you plant a mango tree, an apple tree, you know that tree is going to bear so many fruits? You know that? But there's always going to be the first fruits. The first fruits, the first fruits. So, whatever all the beings that God has created, man is first. Man is what is first. 
All the beings that God has created, man is first. Why? Because, because of the mystery behind the birth of Christ. Because of the virgin, the virgin birth of Christ. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because the scripture says Christ is the only begotten of the Father. And God became man. God took the form of a man. God took the likeness of man. Came to the earth to redeem man from his sins. If God became man and man was redeemed by God the Son, the man must be the first of his creation. Hallelujah. So it means I am the first of God's creation. Or say it loud and clear. I am the first of God's creation. I am the first of all of God's creation. So that makes me a unique being. That makes me a new creation. That makes me a creation after the order of God. Hallelujah. Because Jesus came as God, created not the will of man, Born, not the will of man. Jesus came as a man not born of the will of man. So you are not born of the will of man. Say me, I am not born of the will of man. Or say loud and clear, I am not born of the will of man. I am born of the will of God. I am born of the will of the word of God. You see, we need this understanding because we are told first John say as he is so are we here on earth look in Philippians chapter 2 the scripture said Jesus thought it not to be robbery to be equal with God but just because he was going to redeem man he put divinity aside and took upon himself humanity and took upon himself what? humanity but he was 100% God. Until we recognize that we are the exact image of Christ the man. We are the exact image of Christ our Redeemer. We are the express image of the new creation of God. It will be difficult to maximize the blessings of the cross. Let me show you something here again. Hallelujah. First Peter chapter 1. First Peter chapter 1. First Peter chapter 1. Verse 22 and 23. Seeing that you have preferred your souls in obeying the truth through the Spirit unto unfit love of the brethren, see that you love one another with a pure heart fervently. Verse 23 Being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, by the word of God, which liveth and abideth forever. No, who is the word of God? Is it not Christ? So we are born of the incorruptible by the word of God. 
We are born of Christ who liveth and abideth forever. Hallelujah. That is the order of the new creation. That is the order of what? The new creation. Now watch here. We are told in Hebrews that a body was prepared for Christ. A body was what? Prepared for him. He did not take upon himself the body of this earthly body that we have. A body was prepared for him. But in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, we are told that a time is coming where this body will give way for the divine body that Christ will give us. For a what? For the divine body that Christ will give us. For, for, the, for the, the body that cannot suffer corruption. The body that cannot suffer what? Corruption. If you read 1 Corinthians chapter 15, you will see it there. Hallelujah. So you will see the birth of Christ is the new order of creation. And you see the mystery of your new birth in alignment with the birth of Christ. Hallelujah. In alignment with what? The birth of Christ. Praise the Lord. So one of the reasons, that's the reason why we celebrate the birth of Christ because it gives us a picture into the mind of God concerning the new creation. Second Corinthians 5, 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Hallelujah. Because when Christ was born, it was a different order of what? Creation. His birth was not of man. The way he was conceived was not of the will of man. It is the far natural order of giving birth. Hallelujah. In our days, no virgin, no matter how old that virgin is, will give birth without a man. Amen? Hallelujah. No matter, that she's a virgin for 100 years, that does not qualify to give birth until she knows a man. But in Christ, in Christ when Jesus was about to go, it was different. The scripture said, the Holy Ghost, hallelujah, the Holy Ghost came upon Mary, and Mary conceived. In new birth, when you come to Christ Jesus, the moment you say, Jesus, I receive you as my Lord and Savior, the same Holy Spirit that came upon Mary goes into your heart and performs the new order of creation in you. You become the first fruit of God's creation. You become the master creation of God. Hallelujah. So just like Jesus was not connected to the umbilical cord of Mary, now that you are in Christ Jesus, you are no longer connected to the umbilical cord of Adam. Amen? You are no longer connected to what? To the sins of Adam. Because we are told in Romans chapter 5, he said, because of one man, sin came to the earth. Is that not it? He said, so also because of one man, righteousness came what? To the earth. Because of one man, many are made righteous. So, the day you gave your life to Christ, a new order of creation took place. You became connected to the umbilical cord of Jesus Christ, which knew no sin. The, the cord of Jesus is what? Righteousness. That is why you and I are made righteous. That is why we are made what? Righteous. Because of that connection. Because of that connection. Hallelujah. So the birth of Christ is a supernatural mystery. 
It's a supernatural mystery. That is why in this dispensation, in this modern time, many are arguing and so many fake men are writing different Bibles to dispute the virgin birth of Christ. That is why when I read Isaiah chapter 7 verse 14, I told you, be careful some translations, some modern translations are disputing that it was a virgin birth. That yes, it was a young girl that gave birth. It wasn't a young girl, it was a virgin. Because if it was a young girl, that disqualified the new creation that we are posting in 2 Corinthians 5.17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ Jesus, is a new creation. That is impossible. If they can dispute that Jesus was not virgin birth, then we cannot claim that we are new creation in Christ. New creation is impossible until the reality, the divinity, the virgin birth of Christ is established. Hallelujah. That's why we can say we are new creation. That's why we can. Now, watch here. In John chapter 3, remember what Jesus, the conversation Jesus had with Nicodemus. He said, that which is born of the flesh is what? Is flesh. That which is born of the spirit is what? Is spirit. Jesus was just telling Nicodemus his order of birth. Jesus was born of the spirit. He was conceived of the spirit. The church is born of the spirit. Hallelujah. The church is born of what? Of the spirit. In natural order of giving birth, it is natural. It is not of the spirit. But in the kingdom, the new order of creation is of the spirit. Hallelujah. The new order of creation is what? Is of the spirit. You see, God made the clay. The clay became the body of Adam. In us, we have a new body. We have a what? A new body that we will receive when the new millennium comes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. So you are a unique being. Amen. You are a unique creation. You are a new creation connected to the biblical cord of Christ. Connected to the righteousness that is in Christ Jesus. So in Christ Jesus flow life to us. Praise the Lord. Amen. The power of the Holy Ghost shall overshadow thee. The power of the highest. He said the Holy Ghost will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you. And that holy thing that shall be born of you shall be called Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Hallelujah. You are born of God. You are born of God. You are made holy. You are connected to the biblical cord of Christ. The biblical cord of righteousness. Righteousness flow into your spirit man. Righteousness flow into your entire being. You are holy. Because of the connection of the biblical cord of Christ. If any man be in Christ Jesus, if any man be in Christ Jesus, he is a new creation. Hallelujah. What, what the Holy Ghost was to Mary, hallelujah, is what Jesus is to sinners. That when a sinner come to Jesus, he is instantly, supernaturally birthed into the kingdom by the Holy Ghost. By the castration of the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. And that is what happened to us. That is what happened to what? That is what happened to us. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Alright. Let me read this. 
But we read the book of James 1.18. Alright. Let's go to 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and establish this wonderful truth that Paul the Apostle through the Holy Ghost delivered to the church. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Praise the Lord. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17. No, no, wait, wait, wait. Before we read verse 17, before we read verse 17, let's read verse 16 going. Or let's read from verse 15. Let's start from verse 15. And that he died for all. Christ died for what? For all. That they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves. Did you see that? Christ died for all. That if any man is living, he is no longer living a natural life. He is no longer living to himself. To live to yourself means to live a natural life. Hallelujah. Save me, I am in Christ Jesus. And I am no longer living the natural life. I am living the life of Christ naturally. Or say Lord, I am living the life of Christ naturally. Hallelujah. Verse 15 again. And that he died for all. That they which live. That is not us. Those of us who are living. Should, henceforth, should not henceforth live unto themselves. But unto him which died for them. And rose again. Did you see that? That we should live unto Him. Who is Him? That is Christ Jesus. Who is your life? According to Colossians chapter 3, verse 3. It says, Christ, who is your life? Who is your life? Hallelujah. So just like when He was came, when when they, when 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 Mary gave birth to Christ, when Christ was born. Did you notice that he did not live for himself? He lived unto God. If he lived for himself, he would have manifested divinity 100%. But he manifested humanity 100%. So he lived to the will of God that a man should pay the price for the sin of man. So he became a perfect sacrifice for the sin of man. When Christ was born, he did not live unto himself. He lived unto the will of the Father. He lived unto the will of what? The Father. So now that we are in Christ Jesus, now that we are born of Christ, we are to live unto him, not unto us. Hallelujah. Said me, I am living unto Christ here on earth. Hallelujah. All right, let's continue verse 16. He said, well, for henceforth, we know no man after the flesh. Did you see that? So now that we are living unto Christ, we are no longer of this earthly, fleshly world. He said, now we, the apostles were, the uh, uh, Paul the apostle was talking, he said, now we, we know no man after the flesh. That we are not looking at your earthly lifestyle. We are not looking at your Adamic life. He said, we don't know man after the flesh means that we don't know any man after the life of Adam. 
We know men after the life of Christ. Hallelujah. We don't know men after the life of who? Adam. Adam is of the flesh. Jesus is the second Adam. He is of the spirit. Praise the Lord. So we are told in the book of 1 Corinthians, the first Adam was made a living soul. The second Adam is made a life-giving spirit. Praise the Lord. He's given what? He is a life-giving spirit. And this is the good part. That Adamic life is fleshly. The life of Christ is the life of the spirit. And we are born of the spirit. We are born of what? We are born of the spirit. To be born of the word of God is to be born of the spirit. That makes you a unique creation. Hallelujah. That makes you a special creation. Do you know when the scripture says, if any man be Christ, Jesus is a new creation. You see the word, if any man be Christ, you see the word new creation, it means a special species that never existed before. That is a special creation that has never existed before. There is no creation of God that can live in the spirit and live in the natural at the same time except man. Except what? Man. That is what demons cannot manifest except you give them permission. Now, the devil cannot go around to trouble people if they don't yield to him. Now, li listen carefully. Don't sleep. Listen. Watch here. If everyone on this earth say no to the devil, Satan can, especially those who are not born again, that the devil is using to do his bidding. If everyone all of a sudden says, Satan, I don't have re I've revoked your permission. You don't longer have permission to use me anymore. That will be the end of all the troubles we are suffering here on earth. Because by divine laws, demons cannot operate except to men. The spirit realm cannot operate except to the permission of what? The natural realm. Except to the permission of the natural realm. And man is the only creation that has been given that permission. Man is the only creation that has been given that special privilege to be in the spirit and to be in the natural at the same time. Hallelujah. That makes us a unique creation. That is why we are called the first fruit of his what? Of his creation. The first fruit of his creation. The first fruit of his creation. Why? Because we are the only creation of God that can live in the spirit and live in the natural at the same time. Hallelujah. Save me. I am the first fruit of God's creation. I can live in the spirit and in the natural at the same time. Or say loud and clear, I can live in the spirit and I can live in the natural at the same time. I can be in the spirit realm and be in the natural realm at the same time. You see, this thing doesn't make don't think it is pride. Don't think you are becoming a witch. No, you are not a witch. This is what you and I should be manifesting with a lot demons and demonic men to be manifesting it. As a Christian, you should, you should be in the spirit and you should be able to be in the natural at the same time. You should be able to operate in, in these two realms at the same time. Hallelujah. That is why when a man of God is ministering and the prophetic comes, immediately he is standing here on earth but he begins to tell what is happening in the realm of the spirit. He's operating two realms. Hallelujah. 
the prophetic message to operate in two realms at the same time. But you don't need the prophetic to manifest in that nature. You can be in the spirit. Look, if you train the man inside you well, if you train your spirit man, when you are praying, you can operate that way. You can be in the spirit and be in the natural at the same time. Hallelujah. I was praying one early morning like that. Just woke up and sat and prayed, prayed, prayed. Then all of a sudden, as, I, as I'm praying, in the natural, praying the Holy Ghost, and then I am seeing a woman pregnant. And the child, the daughters, I'm hearing the daughters telling this woman that the baby said it's abnormal. And then I, 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 I'm praying, you know, and I'm seeing that, and I call the and I, <laughs> When I called, she was telling me in, 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 the, in, in that trance, I heard exactly what she said. And I knew where that attack was coming from. And when I came back to the natural realm, I called instantly and went to exactly what I saw, what, what she told me. The day of her delivery, it was a mysterious thing. They said when the baby was born, everyone was surprised. The head was abnormal. But all of a sudden, because the word of God has already gone forth into into that situation, all of a sudden the baby said just now back into normal. I think she's about 12 years old now, so I think so maybe 12 or 12 or 10, I'm not sure. Hallelujah. We can manifest in the supernatural and in the natural at the same time because we are the first of his what? Of his creation. Angels cannot be in the spirit and in the natural at will. They cannot do that. God has to permit them. God has to do what? God has to permit. But for us, that is our nature. That is what? Is part of our creation in Christ Jesus. It's part of our creation in Christ Jesus. That we can be in the spirit, we can be in the natural. At the same time, the first fruit of his creation. This is the benefit of what? The birth of Christ for us. Hallelujah. Alright, let's run up. We are in verse 16. Is that not it? Verse 16. Wherefore, henceforth, we know no man after the flesh. Yea. Though we have known Christ after the flesh. Listen carefully. Yet now henceforth, know we him no more. That is, we Christ, the life that Christ lived. It's a, we, we saw him in the flesh. But now we are seeing him in the spirit. We are seeing him what? In the spirit. We are seeing him in the spirit. Hallelujah. Did you notice that when Jesus was living here on earth, and after he died and rose up, there was something unique about Jesus. Do you notice that he can go through the wall? And when, when the disciples were gathered all of a sudden, he will appear to them and say, Peace be unto you. Did you notice that? They began to know him in the spirit. They began to know him what? In the spirit. Because the assignment has finished. His assignment has finished. Are you getting it? He has finished the work of redemption. They began to know him in the spirit. But he has given us the privilege to be in the spirit and to be in the natural at the same time. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That he now said, therefore, said, therefore, if any man be in Christ, 
Now, we know Christ in the spirit. Is that not it? If any man be in Christ Jesus, he is a new creation. So that man is known in the spirit. That man is known what? In the spirit. So naturally, if you want to know men, don't look at them naturally. Look at them in the realm of the spirit. Look at them in where? In the realm of the spirit. Find out things about them. Know them spirit. If you don't know a man spiritually, I bet you, you are following a dangerous man. If you don't know a man spiritually, you have made a great mistake. You have to know men in the spirit realm. Because that is the true realm. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. All things are past, I will behold. All things are become new. Praise the Lord. This is the mystery of the new order of creation. And this was only possible when the Holy Ghost came upon Mary and Mary conceived a child with no connection to her umbilical cord. That is why we are born of God. That is why we are born of what? We are born of God. There is no, there is no longer connection in us that draws us to sin. There is connection in us that draw us to righteousness. Hallelujah. There's condition in us that draw us to holiness. Amen. Because Christ, remember our teachings, Christ is what? Our holiness. There's a connection in us. We are born of God. We are born of the Spirit. There's a connection in us that draws us to holiness. That draws us to righteousness. That is our new nature. Hallelujah. So when the scripture says in Ephesians chapter 5, that God will sanctify the church with no spot, no blemish, a holy church, and gather that unto himself. This is the mystery by which he's going to do that. The mystery that the church is born of the Spirit. Praise the Lord. The church is born of what? Of the Spirit. And you and I are the church. And that's what the scripture says. Know ye not that you are the temple. Your body is what? The temple of the living, the Holy Spirit. You see that? The temple of who? The Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Now, verse 18. And all things are of God, which, and all things are of God, who had reconciled us to himself by Christ Jesus, and has given unto us the ministry of what? Reconciliation. To which that God was in Christ, reconciled the world unto himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and has committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Verse 22. Now we are ambassadors of, for Christ, as though God did beseech you by us. We pray you in Christ instead, be ye reconciled to God. Verse 21. He said, be ye reconciled to God. Now look, look at verse 21, the great mystery in 21. For he made him to be sin for us. He made him to be what? Sin. Not a sinner. He made him to be sin. Now, look 
Look here. There was no connection with Jesus and Mary. On Blakely, there was no connection. So how could Jesus be made sin? If there was connection, he couldn't have been made sin because he was already conceived of sin. Are you getting it? Because there was no connection, that is why the Father could make him made. You see the word made? He's different from born of sin. He wasn't born of sin, but he was made to be sin. He was made to be sin. This is, these are great mysteries. He was, because there was no connection between Jesus and Mary, the Father could make him to be sin. Who knew no sin? You see that? He knew no what? No sin. That we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So because of the manifestation of the Spirit of God, because the Holy Spirit is now released. When Jesus yielded up the ghost, his spirit, he said, it is finished. Because of the perfect work of redemption, the finished work of Christ, the Holy Spirit can recreate man. Can do what? Can recreate any man and make him the first fruit of God's creation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So as Jesus was born of Mary, so we are born of what? The Spirit. Hallelujah. Say me, as Jesus was born of Mary, of, yeah, as Jesus was born of Mary, or as Jesus was born of virgin birth, so I am born of the Spirit. Hallelujah. You are born of what? The Spirit. That makes you a unique creation. Don't look at your natural self. Don't look at your natural abilities. Look up onto what Jesus did for you on the cross. This is why we celebrate the birth of Christ. This is why we can argue confidently that Jesus was virgin birth. He was born of a virgin. There was no natural connection to his birth. It wasn't the will of man. He wasn't born of the will of man. He wasn't born of the flesh. Hallelujah. Jesus was not born of the flesh. He was not born of the will of man. That is why you and I can say today, we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus because of that mystery of his birth. And that is why we celebrate the birth of Christ. That is one reason why we celebrate his birth. One other thing I want to add here is you see so many people arguing that Christmas is a pagan worship. It's a pagan <coughs> celebration. Well, what I know is this. Whether the pagans worship or celebrate something at this particular season of the year, what I know is that according to, according to scriptures, there was a day that a virgin gave birth. A virgin did what? Gave birth to a son called who? Jesus Christ. The savior of what? the world. Hallelujah. So whether it was 25th or not, it is irrelevant. Hallelujah. The day which he was born is irrelevant. Even if we, if we choose not to celebrate it on the 5th, you can celebrate it any other day. Hallelujah. You can do what? You can celebrate his birth any other day. So the day is irrelevant. The mystery behind his birth is what we are interested in. And we are grateful and we are thankful that Jesus came as a man, born of a virgin, 
to take our place in sin and give us his place in righteousness. Hallelujah. So you are born of God through the virgin birth. That door of new creation was opened. If he was not born of God, if he was not virgin birth, and then it would be useless to believe that you are a new creation. Did you, did you hear that? If Jesus was not virgin birth, it would be useless to be believing that you are a new creation. You are made righteous. You are made holy. Upon what basis? Upon what basis? It was the, his virgin birth that led him to be made sin. It was his virgin birth that qualified him to be made sin for us. Hallelujah. And because he was made sin for us, we are now made righteous. And we are now the new creation. The first fruit of God's creation. Hallelujah. First fruits are always special. First fruits are always special. We are first fruit of his creation. We are the masterpiece of God's creation. We are the masterpiece of what? God's creation. Say with me, I am the masterpiece, am the masterpiece. of God's creation. I am not an ordinary creature. I say I am not an ordinary creature. I am God's masterpiece. I am God's masterpiece. I am wonderfully and fearfully made. Hallelujah. Say me, I am wonderfully and fearfully made because of the virgin birth of Christ. Hallelujah. I am God's masterpiece. I am unique. I am wonderful. I am perfect in God's creation. Lift up your voice and give him thanks. Hallelujah. Give him thanks. Give him thanks. Let's celebrate his birth again. Father, we celebrate the birth of your son, Jesus Christ. We celebrate his virgin birth today. Lift up your voice and thank him. Thank him and thank him and thank him and thank him.